Welcome to Wisdom Talk Radio, a collaborative community of explorers in conscious living. Do you have a big idea that you feel inspired to bring into the world? If you've been listening to Wisdom Talk Radio or spent time with me at the Baca Institute, you know how passionate I am about helping visionaries to bring their ideas into reality in in a way that mm, keeps the inspiration alive all the way through the process of implementation. Well, my guest today knows a lot about this. He works to, as he says, hack the gap which he describes as the shortest distance between two points with the least amount of resistance designed to forge your personal growth and human potential. So stay tuned to today's episode of Wisdom Talk Radio. I'm Laurie Seymour, host of Wisdom Talk Radio and CEO and founder of the Baca Institute. Head there to discover your quantum connection with your inner guidance by taking the quantum connection quiz. We're each designed to connect with source differently. And knowing your own style is the first step of aligning with your inner guidance at a deeper level than you thought you ever could. It's the secret to having abundant flow in your business and personal life. Greg Voisin. <laughs> See, I'm saying it wrong already. We had a conversation, my guest today, Greg, and I had this conversation about how his last name is so similar to a French word. And as a French speaker, I'm going, wait, wait, what is it? It's <laughs> Voisin, and it means neighbor. And it means neighbor. But in but how you now pronounce it in this country it's is Voisin. 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 Yes. Greg Voisin. He is a thought leader in the personal growth and human potential movement, founder of Inside Personal Growth, a podcast program which reaches thousands of people on topics including personal growth, business, wellness, mastery, and spirituality. Greg has interviewed over 940 authors in these fields and has developed over 1,200 hours of recorded podcasts over the last 15 years. That's a lot. He is the author of Hacking the Gap, hence my opening comment, A Journey from Intuition to Innovation and Beyond. Welcome, Greg, to Wisdom Talk Radio. Laurie, thanks for having me on. How are you doing? I'm great, and I'm excited to have this conversation with you because we we perhaps come at things a little differently. And I know there's a far more overlap um, in, in how we think about things and in how we work that is going to be really exciting to explore with you. Great. I can't wait. Okay. So as someone who works with innovation and with innovators, because I know you do a lot of that, how do you help people connect with what I call their inner guidance system? Well, the inner guidance system is, uh, to me, it's intuition. Um, and the book, Hacking the Gap, A Journey from Intuition to Innovation and Beyond, is an opportunity for readers to explore 
um, how they tap into this resource, how they tap into this energy. You know, you do quantum work with energy. It is the special energy. Um, all the great entrepreneurs, you know, Thomas Edison, Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, all of them, they'll tell you that they solved some of their biggest problems by intuitive insight. Mm-hmm. And how people gain this intuitive insight, it really, you know, people say, well, I was taking a shower and I had this great <laughs> thought about this. That's an insight, but that doesn't always mean that that's the answer. Mm-hmm. That means that over a period of time, you may be giving energy to this thought or idea or problem or something that you're trying to solve, but you will get insights usually in little bits and pieces. It doesn't always just happen immediately overnight. Waha, I've got this thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I love what uh, Twyla Thorpe said. She's a great uh, choreographer. And her book is basically a book on called The Creative Habit. And, you know, you use the word habit in conjunction with that. And you say, well, do I have the habit of practicing the type of things that I need to practice? Meditation, walks in the wood, um, exercising, all the kind of things that I discuss in the book that infuse or bring up these intuition feelings, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just getting lost sometimes is the best thing you could do. You know, when I mean getting lost, just lost in your thoughts, recording them somewhere. And this is, uh, there's actually a new book out called Building Your Second Brain. Um, and that is by um, Diego Forte. And the interesting thing is he's saying, look, as entrepreneurs with ideas, it's not always your idea. You basically are borrowing and then changing or morphing something. But where are you recording this? And in my book, I talked about people have a little notebook by your bedside, Mm -hmm. have something that when you have one of these ideas, because they can be fleeting, they come and they go. Um, they don't actually stay there. It's like, aha, okay, I have that aha moment. Now <laughs> they don't I come should, with a light bulb over top. Yeah, of your yeah. Head. I should record it. Mm-hmm. The question is, where are you capturing it? And I don't really concern myself with whether it's on paper or digitally or mm-hmm. uh, a voice recording or whatever it might be, but something where you can string it together to make mm-hmm. something from it. So as you have these insights, if you're able to pick up that little notebook and write in it or put it in Evernote or whatever tool you're using, it doesn't matter as long as you're capturing it. The Mm -hmm. key is to capture it, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And as you capture it, you'll start to find insights. So when I say hacking the gap, the shortest distance between two points If you allow yourself the opportunity to have these aha moments through meditation, through yoga, through walking in the woods, through taking hikes, through going to the beach, through all these other things that get your mind out of what you do normally all day long, every day, Mm -hmm. um, 
you will find bits and pieces of insights of things that will help you either solve a problem or create a new solution or a new product or a new innovation. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. I love the the whole idea and the importance that you put on the 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 recording, so that you can actually connect the dots. Right. We don't get them as some complete. Sometimes we do. Sometimes people do, and I have certainly had the experience where something comes into me and it's complete, and there's a whole picture. Yeah. But more often, it's the it is those ephemeral fly by the night. <laughs> Um, kind of thoughts that come in that we don't want to give credence to because they don't seem important. And yet they are. Yeah. You know, I think signs and symbols too, right? So somebody, uh, you might relate to this, but for years and years and years, I've been seeing 111, 1111, Mm -hmm. you know, and there's the whole thing around that or, you see a particular sign and something pops out at you, or you see a butterfly or a hummingbird, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. The question is, what is, what is the message? Mm-hmm. Right. If you're intuitive, you can pick up on, Oh, that bird may be meant for me to have some freedom. Mm-hmm. Now, it might all might not always relate to the project you're working on, but at the same time, we are all one. So all of these things are interrelated. It's just, you have to find the meaning, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? You and have to decode it is how I talk about it. Right. You can decode it. Um, and, you know, when I did my book, I interviewed, I, I interviewed software engineers in particular, because I know mm-hmm. they have, most of them have a theory that, they think up what what they have, you know, but when it really came down to it and I got, I kept it with the add on questioning, Laura, Uh like, okay, you had this idea, you're going to write this code, you're going to test it. Um, It didn't work out the first time you then got together with your team. Your team had some insights. You guys wrote a little more code. It didn't work out. Mm -hmm. What I found out in the end was they would say, well, Maybe not intuition. Maybe they didn't want to agree because it was scientific. Right. And it wasn't scientific enough for them. <laughs> but I said, was there a higher power that you tapped into? That hmm. Helped you gain some insight. And it was really surprising. They agreed to the fact that there might have been some other higher power that helped them connect the dots so that they really? can come up with the solution. Yeah. That's so interesting <laughs> to me. I'm surprised. Yes. Yes. It's very surprising. Not all of them, mm-hmm. not all of them, um, but many of them. Why do you think that was? Why were they more open to the idea of a higher power and not intuition? What was the differentiator? Well, what I think is that, you know, they don't always know either but they're not always aware or they're not listening to maybe where it's coming from or Mm -hmm. feeling it or sensing it. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I know that it was the gentleman that started Patagonia who said to all of his employees, well, no, you know, let's go surf. That's the subtitle of his book. And he would tell the employees that to keep this creative energy that we were just talking about, and this insight that you needed to connect with nature. And he knew that. 
Mm-hmm. So go go surfing and then come back and come back with hopefully a new oh. idea for a new, you know, a new shirt or a, mm-hmm. whatever it was or pitons. But the point was, is that that break from what we do every day is so important mm-hmm. to allow us to have the time to actually hack that gap because mm-hmm. you can't force creativity, creativity and innovation is a process. Hmm. Okay. But what do you mean by process? Well, in the book, and I'll bring it up here for you. Okay. I have a chart and it was surprising because I went through this with the, um, all the people that were virtually the software engineers Mm-hmm. And then some of the largest schools that taught, um, uh, how do I call it, innovation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, what do you think about the chart that I've come up with? And so at each one of the points on the chart, and I'm trying to find it here, Laurie, mm-hmm. because I want to make sure I, I get it in sequence. I haven't referenced it in a while. But this chart says, I have an aha moment, and then I have this, uh, let me find the chart. I apologize because I need to have it to reference it. There it is. Yay. Pardon me. So I don't think the only the listeners who are maybe mm-hmm. watching this on video, but for those of you are, who aren't, I did all this research and I said, well, there's intuition. At the top, that's 12 o'clock, imagine a clock. Mm-hmm. Then the next one is insight. Then there's an aha moment with an insight. And then there's an idea because insight doesn't always mean that's the idea. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is the process. So you capture the idea and then you have to incubate that idea mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because that idea isn't just like, okay, here we are. We're with the idea. Mm-hmm. Then um, I'm sorry. I, I went out of order. Then you have to have the inspiration to hold on to the idea. And then after the inspiration, you incubate. Okay. Hmm. And okay. so incubation process is the part where you're proving it. You're saying, okay, I had this aha moment. I, I took the idea. I have inspiration around it because I'm excited about it. I think it's something that will work. And then I move it to this incubation stage where I'm testing. I'm going out, I'm giving it to Lori and I said, what do you think about this? Mm-hmm. And I, and I give what her you the did widget. When you went to the, to the software engineers and said, what do you think about this? Right. This or I give her the widget and she mm-hmm. says, wow, this is really a great idea. This is the best can opener I've ever seen or mm-hmm. whatever it might be. I happened to see something last night about uh, they were on shark tank and they had the, a new cutting board where you could cut and then you would move the items that you cut into a tray. So it was cut and tray because most of us have to take them and move them, but Mm -hmm. it literally went into this tray after you were done cutting it. And I thought, what a great idea. And this family who the father who invented it was uh, died from cancer and the kids kept on with it. And it's become huge with um, Sonoma, who's the company that sells all the in-house stuff it's just gotten gigantic. They sold millions and millions of dollars of this cutting board. Mm-hmm. But only one difference is that when you cut, there is a tray right next to it 
Mm-hmm. And the tray really took the carrots or took the celery or took the mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. So it made it easier for you to move it. Right. 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 Okay. So that's where you would incubate that idea. And then ignition. And what I mean by ignition is every entrepreneur I've run into, when I say taking the shortest distance between two points, if you burn out, that idea is going to fizzle. So if you ignite something, you have to know that you've got the energy, you've got to manage your energy. Because you can get so excited and you run so fast and you literally burn out Mm -hmm. and you never get it done. Mm -hmm. So what I say is manage your energy. That's the ignition stage. Yeah, beautifully said. Manage what you're doing. Then the innovation stage is basically, that's where I say the innovation has gone from the intuition all the way to something that's been innovated. It's been proven, Mm. we incubated it. It's now something that's ready to hit the market. And then the hardest part is the step from innovation to implementation. Because ah, what happens okay. is, okay, I have this great idea. I thought this XYZ widget up or whatever mm-hmm. it might be. Mm-hmm. Now, how do I manifest it into reality? How do right. I bring it into the world? Right. Okay. And that's the stage, uh, in essence, that can be the most challenging for an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And the reason is, is they're not crafted oftentimes to be somebody who implements something. They're crafted to be somebody who thinks up something, but frequently doesn't sell that something mm-hmm. that they've mm-hmm. thought up. So that's where they have to get no. salespeople and marketing okay. people and all kinds of other people involved to help them do it. But those steps, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight steps are the eight steps in the book. And those are the steps that actually lead to somebody going from, ah, I was in the shower and I had this idea for whatever, all the way to marketing, whatever that idea was. And I was going to ask you about those steps because um, I noticed that you that you have inspiration several steps in. And and I think of inspiration similar to intuition. I don't use the word intuition, but but I but I'm curious how you if you could speak a little more fully to inspiration, because it's so important when we do get inspired by an idea to not just think that the energy is there just for you receiving the idea, but for taking to be able to take that energetic essence of that came with the inspiration all the way through into the implementation. Yeah. The inspiration in particularly is again, something that comes to you. They say, well, people motivate other people. There's a big difference between motivating and inspiring. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, The inspiration is the God within. Yes. So if we want to get spiritual here, we we would talk about what is it that's actually inspiring us? What inspires mm-hmm. us? So the reason you see it three steps down is because if you had this aha moment and you literally came down kind of to this process, three, I should say that's three on the clock, mm-hmm. um, you you then find out when you're sitting with something, meaning an idea, 
Because mm-hmm. an idea is just an idea. You heard this all the time. Well, I had a great idea, but I didn't do anything with it. <laughs> right. Right. And <clears> so <throat> literally the world passed you by because you didn't take any time to do anything with it. Once you're inspired by the idea, we mean really inspired. That's where I believe with inside you, you basically ignite the energy necessary to carry it through. Mm, okay. 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 Because I've had many ideas that didn't ignite me, but I had ideas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So the question is, which idea are you following? Right. Right. So there are people that sit around and that's their job all day long is going to think tank and think up ideas. Right. But not all of those ideas are super inspiring, nor are they going to change the world or whatever else they're going to do. Nor are they meant for action. <laughs> Correct. Just, uh... Correct going on by. Correct. So I think it's more when I say it's a process, it is, it's a, it's, it's kind of a, you know, if you notice all those words are I words, so it's an alliteration of I's, right? (laughs) But the most important thing, Lori, is that someone gets excited and has energy to carry it through. Mm -hmm. It is. And if you're not excited and you don't have energy to carry it through, then don't bother because mm-hmm. no one else is going to carry it through for you and no one else is going to care right right so uh i can't tell you how many ideas people think up during the day mm-hmm. and then it, you always hear these stories well i had this idea and then they six months later they see it TV show or something or, or a news story and says, somebody had this great invention and it's taken off like crazy. And they go, well, that's the same idea I had. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. The difference is they had the inspiration, the energy to carry it through. Yes. And you didn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ideas are floating out there all the time. Right. And, and, and I, we may pick up on an idea at the same time, someone on the other side of the world may pick up on that same idea. But Correct. who is it really? I want to think of it this way. Who is it really for? And who will actively and energetically connect with it to bring it through into into the world? I mean, look how many products are similar, especially when it comes Mm -hmm. to like cell phones, Mm -hmm. right? So that's a commodity kind of product at this point, right? There's lots of different cell phones out there. But in essence, the company here in San Diego, Qualcomm, that created the chip Mm -hmm. that actually goes in the phone was a significant advancement and continues to be um, because of how quickly the the chips work, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. So the cell phone couldn't have worked as effectively as it works today. So the body that houses, the body that's made up, but the cell phone that's there, those chips are what drive it. Mm -hmm. That's what makes it, that's what makes it go. Um, And I'm making that very simplistic because a cell phone is very complicated. But on the other hand, when you go to the aesthetics of a cell phone and somebody says, well, I carry an iPhone 13 or I carry a, you know, a Google Pixel 6 or Mm -hmm. whatever it might be. When you look at the two phones at face value and you pick them up, they look pretty close to the same. Mm -hmm. Okay. So. All of these things, you know, Steve Jobs at the iPad and the iMac and the MacBook Pro and and the and the um, the cell phone, you know, the iPhone. 
it's interesting. <laughs> All of those are I. Mm. <laughs> iPad, <laughs> iPhone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who's, who so, came first? <laughs> Which I came first? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So the 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 point of hacking the gap is to give the reader an opportunity to practice. You asked me about what it is that they can do to get there to practice these various. Um, how do I want to call them? They're, they're pretty common areas, but they don't work unless you practice. So do you have a practice of meditation? Do you have a practice of yoga? Do you have a practice of something that takes you away from what you do every day mm-hmm. for a while? Do you contemplate? If you do, do you a journal? Do you write it down? And so the laundry list goes on and on and on about the little things that turn into the big things. Yeah. Can I ask you about another piece of that whole that whole puzzle, so to speak? Because you you speak a lot about the importance of the expression of one's own creativity. And I really, really appreciate that. I, I, I think that's so important. And it's important on every level, including our own health. How, what what light could you share about how you see that importance of expression of your own creativity? Uh, I can state that, you know, going back in time, and I talk about it in the book, you know, I, I started very young kind of selling hot dogs and stuff out of the back of my mom's house and <laughs> she made them and, and I would, pocket the money. And I always said, I was so thankful because my parents paid for it and I got to keep the money. But, you know, it kind of evolved on. And when I look at the course of my life, I was always jumping on the back of somebody else's invention and I was selling it Mm -hmm. because I was a great marketer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if it was, I did clogs, I did all kinds of things. Um, So I had in my life all these entrepreneur activities that most people would say were entrepreneur activities, but in essence, they weren't. They were really kind of marketing opportunities, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? Right, right? Until I realized, you know, even when I talk about the wannabe doll, I, I created the wannabe doll. I was the inspiration and the energy behind it, but the actual idea came from another gentleman. Ah. And every time I would climb on the back of something else mm-hmm. that wasn't my own, I found that what became it became very complicated. Ah. And it 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 got because you're more managing personalities then about mm-hmm. egos, right? Yep. And if you can manage your own ego and it's your own idea, right? It's so much better for you to do that. So I did a thing called Sales Solution Systems. I did a tape um, with David Allen. He had the the guy that did Getting Things Done. I did all these various things, right? And sometimes it's good to team up. If you're a team player, that's fine. I don't say that it needs to be your own idea, but you need to know where you fit in the process, okay? Okay. And so going back to that, um, if you have an idea yourself, 
that you are really passionate about and you have inspiration to carry through and you have the energy to take it all the way to implementation, then go for it. Mm -hmm. What normally happens to an entrepreneur is they know they have to bring in other people because they can't do it all themselves. Mm -hmm. So then it becomes managing all of these energies of all of these people around this idea that's driving force a company through driving forward Mm -hmm. a company or an organization to implement and then to sell to the world, a product, a service, whatever it might be. But if someone is, maybe they're not looking to create a company, but, but in the serve in the everyday service of, one's own, let's say, higher potential or the the exercise of one's own higher potential. Mm-hmm. Where do you see expressing creativity in the mix of that? Well, again, a higher potential is a result of you doing the activities that really foster. And there's there are I mean, there's proof scientifically now. So, mm-hmm. you know, back then. When we were studying the brain, we didn't know as much as we know today about the brain and what happens. So how the neurotransmitters wire and fire inside the brain is really important. And you obviously know this. So if I'm going to get some oxytocin released in my system, but I go do a run ahead of time, Mm -hmm. and that's what releases that particular chemical. Normally, after an event like that, where I've taken, in a lot of cases, maybe You know, there are people out there that ski down big mountains and get a lot of adrenaline from that, or they do something that creates this. And the physical side of it is very important here. And I want to stress it because the more you do of that, and you'll find this true with a lot of people that are in this creative space, the greater the creativity, because physically what's happening is their body is morphing as well the energy in their body. Mm -hmm. And um, the more time you make for yourself, (coughs) excuse me, as well. Mm -hmm. Now, you'll see a lot of entrepreneurs, they're very driven. And then they got one meeting after another meeting, after another meeting, after another meeting, but they're not taking those blocks of time or whatever. I was reading an article the other day, Laurie, that said the people that vacation, and basically take, a, whether it's a vacation where you go someplace or a staycation, because I'm not going to say that it doesn't work to just go do something mm-hmm. right where you are, sure. are highly creative in comparison that that people who don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just mm-hmm. a proven fact. Yeah. Okay. Aside from the burnout that happens by by virtue of push, 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 push. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think this isn't anything the listeners already don't know. Sure. But it isn't about don't knowing it. You said reaching potential. Let's talk about that. Uh, well, if you were never reach it, but <laughs> well, but if you were going to reach your greatest potential, mm-hmm. wouldn't you treat the vehicle in which you have to travel to get to that potential mm-hmm. with the utmost care? Right. And unfortunately, people forget that piece of things. I think they abuse it, yeah. you know, whether it's too much alcohol, too many drugs, uh, overeating, mm-hmm. whatever it might be, that vehicle is finely attuned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the finer you tune it, the higher the level of consciousness, 
that can reside within the vehicle because we're talking about energy now. Yeah. You say, well, how do I hack the gap to reach my highest potential? You hack the gap by doing the things that I'm talking about. And I, and I don't say, you know, look, if you've been going down one path and you're hearing my words right now, all right, listen to what I'm saying. I don't want to give advice. I want you actually, the listener, to try it on your own. Yeah. Okay. So if it mm-hmm. means, if it means for you to fast for a day mm-hmm. and try that or to detox. I, I was talking to somebody the other day and they said, oh, I detox from something mm-hmm. and I feel so much better. I'm not doing it anymore. Mm-hmm. And I said, that's great. So what are you doing with that newfound energy? <laughs> oh, I'm taking that energy and I'm doing this now with it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I'm crafting or I'm doing something. So the energy will find a place to move mm-hmm. once you choose to allow it to move. Yes. Yeah. And I, I appreciate what you're talking about of inviting people, inviting, certainly inviting our listeners to become their own inner researcher. Yeah. Don't just take your advice, but hey, take a look. Do the research, do your inner research with your own self because yeah. you're the vehicle. Well, look, I've read 950 books on personal growth, wellness, mastery, spirituality. It doesn't mean I'm any better than anybody out there listening. Mm-hmm. My point, though, is if you do want to hack the gap, you have to open yourself up to exploring things you've never explored before. Mm-hmm. So that means you have to go out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And to move out of that comfort zone, I know it can be just a small step or, if you want, a pretty large step. but in essence, for you to hack the gap, you've got to move out of the comfort zone so you can reach a higher potential. Right, right. It's, 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 it makes so much sense. And until people stop and think about it, they might not realize it's the only way. You've got to step out of your comfort zone if you are going to become more of, of that potential and realize more of that potential. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 People start to feel safe and comfortable. I was reading an article the other day and um, hunting discomfort. I have a guy coming on the show. Mm. Hunting discomfort is mm-hmm. named Sterling, and I can't think of his last name right now. But, you know, when you think about the title of the book, <laughs> what it's about is, you know, when you have a change in your life or a calamity in your life or something occurs, and you think the whole world is over, you're not. It's a shift of energy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you have an opportunity now to grow through that because we're talking about personal growth mm-hmm. and potential. Once you allow that to knock you down and you don't get back up again, then you've basically succumbed to the energy force that is not natural. That's mm-hmm. not the natural energy mm-hmm. because we are born survivors are yes our body seeks uh equilibrium i get that but to push it you're con you know what's that old saying if you're green you're growing if you're ripe you're rotten (laughs) my point is is that you're you're dead you're kind of dead to the world yes and to reach that no such thing as stasis we cannot stay in one frequency 
Even. Yeah, the body wants to trigger back to homeostasis because that's what it does. Mm-hmm. It says, okay, this is, you know, my heartbeat is 70, my 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 blood pressure is X. It wants to go back there. And fortunately, it does. I think everybody needs to realize how important the body is taking care of us. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's basically saying, look, this is the homeostasis, this is where I can sustain you the longest, Mm -hmm. but for your own personal growth, uh, whether it be with a new project, a new idea, a new, whatever, take the, go out of the comfort zone, right? But don't stress yourself and get attached to the way you think you're going to get there. (laughs) Right. Because, you know, you may not get there the same way you think you're going to get there. And you probably won't. Probably won't. Even more so. Yes. I love people that make plans. I love people that do goals. I love people that have (laughs) affirmations. I love all of that stuff. On the other hand, for as many years as I've been working with it, I've also begun to realize at my current age that it didn't always work out that way. No matter how many times I wrote down the goals or had my, I had my ask, my, um, uh, I don't want to call it affirmations, mm-hmm. my mantras, those kind of things. It's funny how that works. Yeah, I I've never been sometimes affirmations because of that, because it's like <laughs> I'm more I, interested in what's unknown. And let's see how we can explore that. I think the universe has a plan for you and you have to be able to let go. Yeah. And you have to let it be and you can't force it. And that's the other thing. Mm-hmm. When you resist this you also won't reach that highest potential Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because if you're afraid, you know, somebody says, Hey, let's go jump out of an airplane. And you know, you're just like hanging onto the sides of the plane (laughs) like crazy. But once you take the step, I know I've done it. And you, and you start that free fall, you really realize how freeing it is. Just a feeling of that. No matter what it is. Right, um, right. Could you die? Yeah, you can die, but you can die doing anything. You can die standing still. That's right. So and I and I think it's also a perception as of what you really believe death is. I don't know how deep you mm. want to go, but well, you that's, know, that's a whole that's other another, tact. That's yeah. right. Mm. That's right. That's right. Can I can I ask you something though about that? Um because you do help people realize their dreams. That's part of what your work is about. True. I help people realize that they have dreams. Okay. So let me ask you this. What is something that you're dreaming into for the next phase of your life? I am dreaming into one that the um, social nonprofit that I started helps more homeless people than it's ever helped before. And and what Um, is that? Let's give, let's give some, you know, a little space for what that is. Compassionate communications foundations, all the authors that come on and do shows donate to the foundation. And that money is used to help people that are homeless Mm -hmm. on the streets, find housing or find a meal Mm -hmm. or medical treatment or whatever it might be. Um, So I'm holding a space for that to grow Mm -hmm. and help and serve. I've actually sent some money to Ukraine as well uh, for housing for people that are um, moving out of Ukraine and into Poland. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm excited about that. As far as 
the podcast itself, it is on a growth phase as well. Maybe not super big growth and my consulting business to actually grow that. So there's three legs of the stool, Mm -hmm. um, the social nonprofit, the podcast show, and my own personal uh, consulting business, which, you know, that, that business is growing, not at the speed. And I think it's because I'm spending so much time on the nonprofit stuff and the other thing. Yeah. And if there were something within all of that, is there a, a, a thread of something that, hmm, that you really want to see out of, out of all of that? Some some aspect of, of your own life that you want to bring into being that hasn't yet manifested? Um, I think with the homeless, it's about the realization if I can help them understand what they can become, or they can realize that they got somebody who helped them in a time of need, you know, um, I reflect on Joseph Campbell's The Hero's Journey, you know, a lot of people step out, they fail. Some people are able to get back up again after a failure. Mm-hmm. Um, and some aren't. And many of these people that I give gift cards to, they haven't been able to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And no matter what the energy is, whatever this incarnation is that brings them and what they have to go through, um, it's interesting. But I'd like to be known as maybe the person at some point in their life that came along and maybe broke the cycle. Uh, yeah. So if mm-hmm. I can help break the cycle because they mm-hmm. think there is good in the world, great. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's, that's, that's lovely. And I really see, I see it. Mm -hmm. I see that there's an energy that you are bringing into being that is moving the world into that place. Yeah. It, you know, Laurie, it's not just money. No, no. Money money is the vehicle that I use to make the introduction. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's actually the interviews that I'm having with them because they don't get the money from me until they tell me how they got out on the street. Mm. And then once they tell me how they got on the street and I videotaped it, um, that's kind of the point where I say, well, now here's this gift card. And I, what I'm hoping I'm doing is I'm planting a seed about the how and the why, mm-hmm. and an opportunity for them to lift themselves up and make a change. Mm. Because many of them have not reflected on how. I, I can, I, we just edited uh, eight or nine videos that I did with them on the street, and many of them aren't reflecting on, mm-hmm. you know, how. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're living in the moment now, and this is where they are, and they believe that's where they're going to be. But when they understand the path that got them there, it's interesting how their eyes open up and they kind of like, oh, he asked me, how did I get out here on the street? I didn't really haven't given that much thought. Mm-hmm. Right. Which then once they make that connection gives them a, a journey. Well, hopefully. I mean, you know, I can't ever say because I'm only with them for maybe five minutes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. And I, and I hand them a card and I say, you know, go buy yourself some food, mm-hmm. go get yourself a hotel for the night. 
whatever it might be. But it's the beginning. It's it 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 plants that seed of possibility. Uh, it, it's exactly what it is. It's a seed. Mm-hmm. There's little seeds that you're planting, and you're doing it frequently with lots of different people mm-hmm. who none of us know their life stories. I get to get a little glimpse into the life story, and you know they aren't out there for what people think they are. You know, so many people like, well, they're drug addicted or their minds are crazy or they're (laughs) schizophrenic or they're wacko or whatever. You know, I will tell you that 80% of them I've talked to are out there as a result of a bad luck turn. Mm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I got kicked out because the landlord wanted to, I couldn't find rent that I could afford. I started living out of my truck. My truck got towed away because the engine broke down. Right. Whatever. I got cancer. I came out here on a bus. Uh, The stories go on and on. And it's the stories we tell ourselves. So those are the stories they're telling themselves to live the way they're living. Can they change the story? Yeah. Great question. And in a way, it's it's uh, it's a great question for all of us, no matter where we are in our life is, are we willing to change the story? What's the story we're telling ourselves? Are we willing to change it? And what's the story that we want to actually live into? Yeah. Yeah. And and for these people, they have no one really paying much attention to them. Mm -hmm. Certainly not not, a platform. They don't get an opportunity to tell their story. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's only for five minutes. I know. I know. Well, thank you, Greg, for mm, giving them that platform, for providing that opportunity, and for helping to plant the seed for what could happen. And I hope that all those things that they are able to... Um, I hope that they're able to transmute the story and make and build a new story for themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd be the best. It would be the best. But thank you also for granting our listeners today to access to your wisdom and your inspiration. I You're quite welcome. I hope that they can go get the book, Hacking the Gap, A Journey from Intuition to Innovation and Beyond. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to go to my websites, it's www.gregvoisen.com, V-O-I-S-E-N, mm-hmm. uh, www.hackingthegap.com, and www.insidepersonalgrowth.com. <laughs> <laughs> and all of those things will be in the show notes if you didn't grab them right then. And then www.illuminate, E-L-U-M-I-N-A-T-E.net. That's mm-hmm. the consulting business. Okay. Thank you so much, Greg, for joining us today here on Wisdom Talk Radio. Thank you for having me, Lori. Have a wonderful rest of your afternoon. (laughs) And thanks to you, our listeners, for being with us today at Wisdom Talk Radio. Join us here regularly for more wisdom, insight, and illumination. Remember, you can find us on your favorite place to listen to podcasts. And if you've enjoyed listening today, please do leave us a review. Subscribe. Because that all helps people to find more of this illumination and wisdom and to transform the world. That's what we're here for. For more about deepening your connection with your own inner guidance, take the quantum connection style quiz today. 
Thanks for joining us here at Wisdom Talk Radio. We wish you well in your conscious explorations. For more information and to join in the conversation, our website is wisdomtalkradio.com or at Wisdom Talk Radio on Facebook. 